Good. 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 All right. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Welcome back to Asinine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music and, well, that's pretty much it. So, uh, let's go! This is Asinine Radio. This is the weekly music podcast where every week we get into our fearless beer review. Then we get into the vinyl stuff, stuff we picked up, stuff we've been listening to. That leads into the songs of the week. And then we wrap it up with some new music. In, in the boy, wow, we, ended, blah, blah, oh blah. we wrap it up with some new music and other happenings in the music world. My name is Tyler. Way out there, hundreds of miles away, is Jeff. Give us five stars on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Please go do that. Tell all your friends. Follow us on social media at Asinine Radio. And now that the boring intro is out of the way, let's jump right into Whoa. our fearless beer review. So what do you got, Jeff? Go. I have Sam Adams, baby. Black Lager. Black Sam Lager. Adams Black Lager, yeah. Never had I didn't even know they had something like that. Didn't know either until uh, the other day. This is uh so it's a Schwarz beer. So it's similar to like a stout in that it's made from roasted malt. That gives it its okay. dark color. Um but uh, this is this is four point nine percent, so five percent. Nineteen IBUs, and I guess these are like old beers, like like some of the oldest beers that have been, some of the oldest black lagers have been brewed since like the Middle Ages, huh? Um, so yeah, I so don't know. Wh- what's what's the color like? Is it dark? Yeah, it's dark. Okay, I guess the IBU. Black. Oh, oh, so, oh, so the, yeah, the IBUs when they're lower, the, it's darker. The higher the IBUs, the clearer it is. Right. IBUs for is for the bitterness. Um, I think you're thinking of oh. the SRM. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. My bad. It's okay. Bad. Not all of us are are. Um, <laughs> I don't fuck. What's the word? Cicerones. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that such a bitch name too? Cicerone. Cicerone? Right. I, that's a dumb name. Cicerone. I think there was like a dumb I th- word. I, I should say. I think it's because it's it's based off of some like Roman guy. Maybe I don't know. Fucking, I don't know. I have no fucking clue. I, I'm, no I'm fucking like Cicerone clue. sounds like it's 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 dating back to like Roman or, or Greek times, and it probably means a brewer at that time or something. Isn't I don't something know. I'm that, this that up completely. Shakespeare Shakespeare said a lot or used that word a lot or something. Cicerone. <laughs> yeah, just like that. Cicerones. <laughs> that's what the pork rinds, pork skins, yeah. snack. Yeah. Um, that's like what I rinds? have. No you like pork rinds? Yeah, they're Ew. fucking gross, right? They are gross. Ugh, God, I don't know how people eat that shit. I think, so I think, uh, just like, ah, they're gross, dude. Like, like we make them at work. We make like little chicharrones, like the fried ones, and and right when they're they come out, because they're so fried and so crispy, you can still hear them like popping as as you like <laughs> delivering them to the table, and they just yeah. smell like burnt, like pork fat. Yeah, and not dude, that I don't like. No, not not that I don't dislike that because I love bacon and I fucking I like my bacon crispy, like burned. So I don't know, the, but that they, they, I don't know the pork pork rinds, chicharrones, all that shit just grossed me out. <laughs> yeah, it's just fucking gross. All right, so you got this black lager from the Sam Adamses. Uh, I have I don't know if I've had this on the pod before. 
It's a it's a beer from local brewery Brewery X. It's called Dictionary Roulette Hazy IPA. Uh, yeah, Brewery X they always put out solid stuff. Um, don't really care for the brewery that much because it's too goddamn big and so crowded all the time. But they do have good beer. Um, really cool label. It's like a like a teal like sky with some funky looking clouds, and then it has like the Vegas sign, the Las Vegas sign, but it says Dictionary Roulette Hazy IPA rather than Las Vegas. It's it's just a really cool label. I really like it, and it's a hazy. So, I mean, it's hard to fuck up a hazy IPA. It is. It's really hard. True. So, I'm excited to try this, and um, you ready to start drinking? Yep. 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 Here we uh, go. Okay. Here we go. Ooh. Oh man, that is a hazy. All right. So, what do you think of your black lager? Yeah, definitely, definitely, uh, definitely malty there. <laughs> it's um, it's not it's not quite as thick and like syrupy as as you would kind of think it would be upon first taste, because mm-hmm. you're definitely getting a lot of a lot of like thicker chocolate and and coffee notes, but it's still pretty thin. That could just be a Sam Adams thing. I don't know, but this is good. I like this. This is solid. I didn't even know this existed, and um, I will buy more of this. All like, right, a lot more. It doesn't sound good to me, but um, did you get it like in a variety pack or was it like a standalone six pack or 12 pack? It was a one pack. So I bought just one of them. Wow. And uh, it was they, a one pack. Okay. Yeah, they were they were, So like, I, I don't like buying onesies from Albertsons because every time I do, they, they always taste like shit because I think they're just old. But mm-hmm. this one, uh, the, the truck was just like just coming in. Uh, I think it was Hensley or whoever is the distributor for Albertsons also for beer out here. They were just pulling up. And like unloading stuff, and then they kind of had this, and they threw it out there, and so they made room on the shelf for these onesies. Like, oh, I'll, because I see them just unloading it from the truck, I'm assuming that these are more fresh than normal. Therefore, I will try one, and so that's why I bought it. <laughs> very nice, very very of, nice. A lot of backstory there. A little bit, but that's fine. Um, I forgot to mention my hazy IPA. It's seven point four percent ABV. Um, yeah, back to back to drinking beer again. So that's kind of nice. Um, <laughs> You okay? I'm I'm more than okay. This is Blinkley, baby. <laughs> All right. So um so yeah, no th- this is this is a solid hazy IPA. This actually has a lot more lemon taste than I was expecting. Normally hazies have like an orange kind of uh like a like a juicier kind of citrus cuz lemons are very sour a lot of the times. Um but no, this is actually a really pretty solid um lemony hazy IPA. So I'm digging it. It's refreshing. Lemony Snickets. <laughs> Lemony Snickets. So it's solid. Um, Raul did leave a review for mine. Oh. Oh, actually, let, let, let's let's rate our beers. I'm sorry. I'm okay. getting ahead of myself oh. here. So we're going to rate our beers based off of our world-famous three-point rating system where three is a perfect beer, two is a good beer, you're going to continue to drink, one is a bad beer, but give it a shot, and zero is a drain pour. So with that, um, what are you going to rate your beer? I give this a... Uh, I give this a I give this a two. I give it a two. two. I buy a little six of this a couple times a year. Yeah, solid two. Nothing like extravagant. Nothing like crazy. It kind of makes you want just like a good, hearty, like barrel-aged stout. But um, this this will do the trick. This will probably be really good as like a first beer during summer in the pool. Mm-hmm. And then switching to like light beers. 
but this would be like okay. a first one. Like you get the fridge and I'm walking out to the pool again in the pool and I'm finishing this beer. <laughs> this one's when four. it's 120 degrees out. Yeah. Oh, yizzer. <laughs> <laughs> Is, I wonder, because myself and friend of the pod, Mike, are going to be out there in a few weeks. I'm wondering, is it going to be hot or warm enough to go swimming? Uh, Probably not, huh? No. Yeah. It'll be warm enough outside, but that pool's going to be fucking cold. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Thought we could play um play uh the that game we made up, Don't Move. Remember oh, that, that game? was so stupid. <laughs> I forgot we even did that. It was so dumb. What do we we just threw the ball at each other's faces, right? We just threw the ball at each other's faces across the pool, yeah. That's fucking we called stupid. it and we called it Don't Move. <laughs> what happened what what was the penalty if you moved? I think you got they they got another throw at only that person. Fucking so stupid. <laughs> and then Sloan moved every fucking time. <laughs> <laughs> the only the smart he, one. <laughs> so he, he got he got so mad at us for yelling at him that he just left. <laughs> he went back inside. <laughs> Call us a bunch of fucking assholes. Oh god, that's uh, the that stupidest was, game that has possibly was, ever been invented. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun though. Anyway, yeah. um, my uh, my dictionary roulette. I'm going to have to give this a 2.25. This is real solid. I drink oh. it again, but it's still not like a the best hazy I've ever had. It's just solid. Once again, Brewery X knocked it out of the park. Um, and uh, so, yeah, 2.25 for me, two for you and your Sam Adams. Uh, Raul did leave a review for mine. Did he leave one for yours? He did not. He did not. Okay, so actually, uh, Raul created this this beer page on Beer Advocate. It says, Damn. added by... Added by Raul Mondesi, May 5th, 2020. So he also obviously left a review that same day. And uh, this is what he said. Man, big shout out to Brewery X. They went big out of the gates like Ron Jeremy and they delivered. Their spot is massive for being a new brewery. Yet like King Tut, they have owned it. This one right here, Dictionary Roulette, is just a nice, soft New England IPA. It won't blow you away with the USS Tex- like the USS Texas, but it's still solid like when my baby mama shifts her Jetta into third gear get it what the, the fuck? fuck i love it <laughs> i don't what okay. i don't get that either but it's still solid like when my baby mama shifts her jetta into third gear all right all i wonder right. if like that's so bizarre i don't under i don't understand anything now like the like the uss texas i know that's a he, weird one to is to he a history buff is he is he somebody that knows like a lot about like like world war history does he does he live in Texas now? Was he living in Texas? I have so many so questions. The USS Texas was a, was a ship from World War One. Yeah, it was first launched in 1912. I had never heard of it. Um, have you heard? Had you heard of it? Yeah, it was a fucking okay. badass fucking warship. Huh. Yeah. Very weird, man. Very fucking weird. Or maybe I just think that I've heard of it because it's USS Texas, right? If it was like USS fucking Arkansas, who gives a shit? <laughs> <laughs> weird I, it's a weird reference maybe he just went to that museum or something because it is a museum now the ship is a museum Ooh, that's cool. maybe that was it I don't know but yeah Raul he knocked it out of the park too with his review so yeah no it's a good review there you go so that's all we ha- that's all I have for the fearless beer review uh, let's move on to the vinyl stuffs like I said stuff we've picked up stuff we've been listening to that we wanted to bring to the pod let everyone know about so uh, what do you got Jeff Oh, I'm not even ready at all here. I was okay, taking this a swig. Fun. I put it down. Okay, oh, so yeah, yeah. first first two things, sounds like, two words. It's uh, I, two Smashing Pumpkins. Remember I was doing the um, mm-hmm. the, the two-time two listen-through before I file it away? 
So I have a lot yeah. of like second listen backlog, and I decided just fuck it, let's have a Smashing Pumpkins day. And I started with the Door because that is their best and my favorite. <sighs> and then I went best. to Gish. So uh, and then you went to Melancholy, right? Uh, yeah, I did. That that I happened. Know. I would never. That's just fucking crazy. <laughs> I just I, I I have like tried to go back and listen to it from time to time. We had really? one in the store. It was a sealed one. I was like, let me just throw it on. Let me just put it on shuffle to see if any of these songs even click to the point where I want to listen to it in sequential order. Nah. Mm-hmm. I, I no. I honestly think that record is just insanely overrated and just not good. Wow. Don't care. Okay. I think it's overrated. I agree with you it's overrated, but it's still really good. A door. A door is really good. A, a wall is solid, but a door is really good. <laughs> 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 That's good. That was a bad joke. Wow. Yeah. And that dude. Yeah, so I, uh, the door and, and Gish. So now my Smashing Pumpkins collection is complete because I have Gish, Siamese, and a door. So I'm done. That's all. That's all I need. That's all I'll ever get. I thought, I thought you liked Machina, too, or Machina, as some people call it. I like part like that two. Is that, that oh, the one okay. part? Yeah, I like part two. Yeah. The one but that I, was I like think... only released on very, very limited vinyl, like 50 copies or some shit like that. Yeah, I would I would probably, I still probably wouldn't even buy it if they if they pressed it again. Um, but I don't know. Like, like a door's like a door's really, really good. It's it's very, it's it's very different than than what they were already putting out. It's it's a lot of like turmoil in the band. I think yeah. Billy Corgan's mom died, and like he was getting a divorce. So it was like a lot of like heavy shit going on with the band. And yeah, and they just fired Jimmy Chamberlain, so he doesn't even play drums on it. Yeah, so like half the songs have a different drummer, and then even then, there's still like drum machines on top of it. And so there's a mm-hmm. lot of electronic things going on here. But I think like the melodies are here. And like one of the reasons I didn't like the newer Autumn, a tomb stuff is 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 because he can do the sound well. And and the door is like proof of that. He can do that that synth sound well matched with his vocal style. Mm-hmm. But Adore is perfect and, and Autumn just sounded like dumb. It was just like begging, it was like a dog begging. It was just, it was too much. <laughs> dog Didn't, begging, yeah. It was silly. Um, I don't know. I really like, I really like a door. Sounds fantastic. I had to fucking wipe it down because I live in this shithole desert where everything's so dry. God forbid there be any moisture in the air whatsoever. So there was so much static, and I wipe it down twice each side. It was so <laughs> staticky, but uh, no, it's good. It sounds great. Good, good, good. All and good. then Gish, mm-hmm. you got Gish too. Yeah. Perfect record right there. Gish is solid. Gish is solid. I think I would rank Gish three now because I I had I had a door Gish and then Siamese, but I think I would do Gish. I, I would do a door Siamese and then Gish now because Gish is is great now. Or I, th- I thought you said Gish would be number two. Oh wait, no, no never mind. I take it back. Yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. I think I had Gish as number two, but now it would be number three. Number three it would be yeah. behind Siamese Dream because. There's just not enough nuance for me on Gish as there is on Siamese Dream. And and that's no knock to Gish because Gish is, is something completely different at a time when things were kind of completely the same. And so mm-hmm. it was cool that they came out with um, um, this this like kind of like fucking psychedelic rock album. Psychedelic cool. with a little bit of metal too. It, it's a it's it's a record that they've never they've never replicated in any sense. Yeah, it's 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 fucking it's really good. It's solid. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Good. I, I just I can't believe you have three pumpkins records. I That's know. crazy to me, man. It's insane. That it's is insane. Much. You should be like me and have <laughs> a bunch of their records. So should I, should I buy them twice? Also, 
Like you bought uh, body swipes because <laughs> it was so good. But okay, I didn't. Okay, I didn't do that with pumpkins. I bought one of each, or pretty well, much one of each so far. For now, for now, you never know what's going to happen. No, true, true. I also right. bought. Uh, I also got Coheed, um, Good Apollo, and Burning Star Four. We did this on the pod, and yeah, uh, this is this is their best album, like hands down by far. I bought this mm-hmm. at a record show, and then they just repressed it. So my record went from <laughs> like so, a, a it's still pretty expensive though. But I think I paid like fifty five for it and then now you can get it for like, I don't know, forty. It's forty five. Forty, forty five, yeah. yeah. So it's 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 still still pretty expensive. Um but it's god damn this record's fucking fantastic. And it only it only like got better. Like I, after we did it and I kinda coed burnout, listening to it again this week, because we dove pretty deep into the lore and um I still kinda go back every now and then and, and kind of just look at different songs and the the characters from the from the the comics and the and the lore and stuff and so listening to this again this week it kind of like brought it all together and and, and brought it all home and it was mm-hmm. um it was kind of fun it was kind of a fun listen but damn nice. dude like the first like the first 15 20 minutes of this album are just absolute beyond banger status it's just fucking perfect <laughs> so good so good yeah it really is it's a great record man so you should get it because it's it's, uh, it's a pretty good record. You like it? I think you like it. But that's one. a lot of it's a lot of money for that record. I oh do like God. it a lot. You paid fucking for bodies twice. <laughs> you bought a, a a offspring album knowing that at some point you're just going to purge it anyway. But I paid fifteen dollars for me, that you, offspring record. Essentially, you you're renting an offspring album for fifteen dollars. Is what's happening. <laughs> that's what's going on here. That's true. I'm I'm just renting it for now. Boy. Yeah. And then uh, <laughs> Yellow Card, one for the kids, finally came. Lobster Records re- remastered this like a couple years ago and then said they would ship it out a couple years ago. And then we got it like finally. a couple days ago. But um, but yeah, these these so, uh, uh, it, if you listen to the original mix of this, like it's it's shit. And that's just because it was, you know, it's a band that doesn't have a lot of money from a label that didn't have a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Whatever. It's fine. It's of its time. So the remaster of this is is much much better. But comparing this remaster to just like a normal good mastering of a record the first time around, it's still <laughs> not great quality. But it's yeah. better. It's it's way better than the than the original. So I, I, yeah, I'm glad. Origi- it's rough. Pretty rough. Yeah. It's bad. It's terrible. It's awful. It's so it's, flat. Everything is so flat. There's like very little dynamic to that that mix. You can tell on some of the songs when there is a lot of. Um, you can tell they try to turn the bass up louder in certain parts, or they try to turn the guitar up louder in certain parts. So you do hear like a lot of like siblings that like s- that that s sound. Yeah. And then sometimes you'll hear like some static in the back, just because I don't know. Probably they they didn't turn the distortion down at some point, and and you're just getting a lot of <laughs> feedback. Yeah. So like its problems are are magnified when you remaster something like this. But overall, it sounds so much better. And I'm glad I have it on vinyl because I fucking love this album. And I know you like this album. No, it's a great album. That's why I have a copy. So, well, but you, you, don't have it. It. you don't have it yet, dude. I, I don't have it yet physically, but I do have a copy of it that you're you're watching for me. And a free sticker. And a free sticker. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's it. I just that's it for for uh, the st- other stuff, I guess. So uh, my song of the week and my band of the week is I'm the Avalanche. I great saw band. them. I saw them in, in concert the other day at the Nile, the same place we're going to see Bleeding Through. And let me tell you, man, I was not impressed by that venue. I'm just really? going to say that. Yeah. I thought you'd been there before. I went to the Marquee. 
Oh, okay, okay. Mark Hughes, pretty dope. The Nile is fine. It's uh, it's weird because right when you walk in the doors, like right to the right, is a stage. Mm-hmm. But there's no, there was no fucking barrier. There was no wall. It was just a wall of people standing there, preventing me from just immediately going to the front of the stage. <laughs> so like a chain reaction okay. when you walk into the right, there's a wall there, right? That makes you go to yeah, the, the back. half wall. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's nothing there at the Nile. It's just fucking people standing there. Really? Okay. Weird. Uh, the sound quality, eh, not that great. Doesn't really like get very reaction? loud. Well, chain reaction sound quality is shit, but like it's a shit venue. The Nile is kind of a nicer venue. It's a lot bigger. What would it you was, what would you compare it size wise to here in Southern California? Uh, like glass house size? No, no. Uh, maybe 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 glass house just the bottom floor. Okay, if you take out the okay. top. So like showcase or um, yeah, like showcase or um, yeah. what am I thinking of? Uh, the Roxy or something like that. Maybe maybe the showcase. Because from what I remember, the Roxy was pretty like a lot smaller than I thought it would be. I dreamed it. Yeah, would the Roxy's be. fairly small. The Roxy's fairly. What about the, like, or like the Troubadour without the balcony? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. So it's that size, okay? Yeah. But um, I I, I don't know. It was it was fine. But the show was amazing. I I, I saw I and the Avalanche and Bayside, Bayside headlined, and Bayside, like if you just look at the follower count on their Instagram page, like I and the Avalanche have like seven thousand followers. Bayside have like seventy thousand followers. Shit. So like, objectively, Bayside is ten times better than I and the Avalanche. But like subjectively, dude, I just don't fucking get it, man. I don't get. It. I do like a couple albums by Bayside. I bought a vinyl by Bayside, their new EP. I like it, but I just don't. I don't. I don't get it. I don't get it's it. I mean, I do get it. People. It, it's it is plain old people. It's very like alt rock, but they do play like a lot of heavier things. But his voice mm-hmm. is very like higher in in pitch and register. So you get that contrast, and it's just easier to dive into. But the melodies are not nearly as strong as I Am the Avalanche. But I think because the melodies are kind of just like all bland, it's just easy mm-hmm. to kind of like jump into mid-song. Like, oh, I like this song. I can sing along to it. But you don't know the fuck song it is afterwards. But I Am the Avalanche, my God, this is like, they're writing like soccer anthems in the same way Bouncing Souls <laughs> do, right? Bouncing Souls write yeah. a lot of like soccer anthems, things you can chant to. Olay is not their song, but things like that. I Am the Avalanche do the same thing. And my That's God, true. they just they, they do. have so much energy. They put on such a great show. And uh, the, the song that I chose is Gratitude. That's my favorite I Am the Avalanche song. Yeah, the chanting at the end too. So good. I was the only one chanting. I was the only Are one chanting. Serious? Yeah, I was the only one fucking chanting. Unbelievable. <laughs> Did they? So how was the set list? Was it mostly stuff from Avalanche United or was it like a good combination of everything? All four records, five records, four, five? I don't know. Four, yeah. four records. They played one new song called Honey Bee. Which uh, okay. it, it, it's it's in the same vein as Dive, not Wolverines. Because Wolverines was the third album, we both kind of didn't like that one that much. Yeah, but the newest album, Dive, pretty damn solid. Much in the same vein as that one. But they played, I would say they played about fifty percent Avalanche United, and okay. they played one song from Wolverines, and then like two songs from Dive, their new song, and then like three or four songs from their first album. And I love their set. first album. Yeah, that's a really good set fucking love it yeah it was an amazing set like they played it was like a greatest hit set it was amazing it was awesome so good that is rad all right so here's a here's a little bit of the song gratitude from i am the avalanches
There it is. Gratitude from God I Am The Apple. Damn, that sounds so fucking good. It's really good, man. Good Lord. I mean, it's not the best song, but it's a fucking certified banger for sure. And then you just scream. <laughs> Why are you just screaming? God, dude, it's so good. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, this, this was, is uh, great. This album's great too. I bought like the tour exclusive. It was like a clear vinyl thing and whatever, but it was thirty bucks. But it, it softened the blow because I sold Friend of the Pod Sloan my old one for fifteen, which is a good deal <laughs> for fifteen. Yeah, and then um, so it was like it's fifteen really bucks, and it's kind of cool knowing like at least one hundred percent of the money is going back to the artist rather than buying it on Amazon or wherever yeah. it is. That's true. Um, yeah. But dude, they opened it up. They opened the show with "Holy Fuck," and then they ended it with "Brooklyn Dodgers" right after "Gratitude." Oh, that's perfect. So, like, as that I was perfect. shouting "Avalanche United," they, they said, "Well, thank you for coming out. We're on the Avalanche," and then went into "Brooklyn Dodgers." Just, oh, that's so. Come rad. on, "Holy Fuck" is such a good opener too. So good. Wow. Did they play? Um, is this really? Um, wait, is this really happening? No, they from oh. that they played Holy Fuck Amsterdam Amsterdam the Kelly on my hand, and they played this one's on me the one about drinking at the bar like this one goes out yeah. to everybody that's drinking. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, they didn't play the best song. Their best song. Oh, Gratitude's their best song, there, dude. No, is this really happening? It's the best. It's their some forty one song. Come on, it's good. <laughs> it works out because like Renee really really likes Bayside. <clears throat> I really really like I'm the Avalanche. So. I don't. I don't leave to get beers while I and the Avalanche is playing. I just mm-hmm. stand there and enjoy, and then I just get fed beers. And that's nice. And then while Bayside's playing, <laughs> she just gets to enjoy it. I go and feed her beers. Wow, that yeah. works perfect. I know. Don't miss. A, don't, don't miss a thing. Don't miss anything. It's amazing. Yeah, and just you just drink a shit ton of beer. And then Sloan didn't get to go because he missed. He missed out. He went. I forgot to tell you. He went. Oh, he did. Oh, yeah. how did he go? I thought it was sold out. He went onto the Nile. The, the venue's Facebook page, and they said, it's like, you know, things sold out. Check out this website and linked him to a different website that were still selling tickets. And he, his tickets oh. were like $6 more than ours, but they were legit, and he got in. Wow. Okay. Well, that's good. Yeah. Did, he, did he have fun, or mm-hmm. does he remember? He, he does, and he did have fun. He also <laughs> thought I and the Avalanche was so much better than Bayside. Okay. All right. Maybe he's just that. trying to impress you. But then he bought a Bayside record, so that's fine. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> God, okay. he's such an interest. Oh, my God. Sloan, dude. Uh, all damn. right. Good show. Good show, though. Very happy. Very good. Very good stuff. All right. we got it. You got anything else on your vinyl or, or the show or anything? No, that's it. That's all. That was, that was a mouthful. All right. So... Uh, some of the stuff that I listened to this week and I even got this week uh, include, well, the first one comes from Tom DeLong, our boy Tom DeLong. He, uh, he put out one solo record back in April of 2015. Uh, it's called Demos, Odds and Ends. This, this album came out um, right after he was fired from Blink the second time. And, uh, and yeah, so he put out just demos that he had done for both Angels and Airwaves and Blink. And there are definitely songs on here that sound like Blink. And there's some great shit on here. And we actually talked about this back in... Uh, Last year, sometime in the summer, like in August or something. Did we, we do uh, this album? We did, we did this album on the pod, yeah. Yeah. We did do this on the pod, so go back and check it out. It's, uh, it's a good, short, little episode. Um, yeah, it, it, this is just a really good, solid record. Got this. They, they ended up repressing all of Angels and Airwaves stuff, plus this, um, this solo record, uh, like a month ago, two months ago or something like that. And uh, so I got it from there. It's an orange variant, and uh, I'm stoked, man. I have almost all the... Tom DeLong related stuff I want 
outside of like two EPs, three EPs that I want. But um, yeah, I don't know. I, I dig this a lot. I know you like this record a lot, even though it's just like a demo record, but that's fine. Yeah, um, no, I, I agree. It's good. This, this next one that I got this week comes from, um, well, it was put, th- this record was, was pressed by uh, a place called Respond Records. It's uh, Goldeneye. The Nintendo 64 is Goldeneye orchestrated, so it's a soundtrack to that video game, that iconic video game. Uh, it's from Rich Douglas. He he did he did I guess I guess he's the he was the composer for this. And uh, anybody who played the game, I mean, you know just how iconic this music is because not only is it James Bond music, but you know the game was just so <laughs> it was so important for so many kids who grew up in the 90s, and um, and to hear these songs in like as an orchestra played by an orchestra gives it an entirely entirely different feel it's really really cool it's really neat uh and they put this originally out in 2020 and then they've kind of been repressing it every every quarter i would say since then like every three four months um so yeah i don't know I, i think this is really really solid the it comes with this uh insert of how to play the record much like how in the game it shows you like you know instructions on what like your your mission instructions what you're supposed to be doing on on a particular level and it's just it's a really well done and i know you got yours too and you agree with me i haven't listened to it yet but like that like the objective part where where it says like remove record from cover Mm -hmm. put on record player and then the last thing is minimize scientist casualties like that was that i I laughed (laughs) pretty good at that one i laughed pretty good at that one it's really well done. And I think out of all, cause there's, I think now there's maybe like eight different variants of this. This one is the best. It's, it's called the slappers only variant. It's the, it's the red, gold, white, and black, I believe it is. So it's like, it's everything. It's just perfect. It's a perfect fucking variant. Um, so yeah, I don't know. This is, this is great. If, uh, once they repress it, I recommend people go buy this off of respawn records. It's solid, solid pressing. Sounds great. Uh, this, this next one comes from uh, just a very consistently good band called The Bronx. Um, I got their fourth record, just called Four. This came out in February of 2013. I think Newberry Records just repressed this a couple months ago, or they put it the pre-order up a couple months ago. Uh, so mine just came in. And uh, if you're familiar with The Bronx, you know this is just a solid, good, kind of hardcore punk band. Some of the some of their songs are kind of reminiscent of like Queens of the Stone Age as well. They're just good. They're just a good fucking band. So I'm glad I have this one. This is the out of their six records. This is two of the six that now I have two of their their six records on vinyl. Um, I would love to get their second record. I love love the second record so much. But uh, the Bronx, great stuff. I know you got yours too. But I did get mine. I've not listened to it yet. You've not listened to it yet. So new. No. I guess we'll talk about that later. And nope. um, the last thing here comes from the band Ghost. Uh, I got. I picked up their first record, Opus Opus Eponymous. I don't. I think that's how you pronounce it. I don't know. <laughs> uh, this is their first record from uh, 2010. They um, they just kind of blew up when they when this record came out. They've just been successful and they've just grown and grown and grown in popularity to the point now where they're pretty much playing in arenas they're just a just a good like like accessible metal band that's what they are accessible metal and and i just i've always enjoyed them they they have good melodies they're just a good band and what's cool about this album uh opus 
opus eponymous eponymous is that eponymous whatever they uh, they recorded this album in two weeks in a basement studio in their hometown of uh Linkoping. i think that's how you pronounce it Linkoping, in the the lovely country of sweden uh tobias forge is the the singer the main songwriter he's pretty much done everything in this band so he he pretty much played everything on here but the uh but the drums he produced this record as well um, and, and something I didn't know about this record was that they recorded this whole thing with just one Gibson SG guitar and an orange amp. That's how they recorded all the guitars with just one guitar and one amp. I thought that was pretty neat. That's all you need. Yeah. That's all you need, man. I, it, I thought that was really, really cool. So yeah, ghost, uh, opus eponymous. I'm going to play my favorite. This is actually my favorite ghost song. It's, uh, Elizabeth or how he says it is Elizabeth in the song. So here it is from Ghost. a little bit of elizabeth from the band ghost what do you think of this one i think the instrumental parts of it are very are very like aussie post sabbath era in the beginning stages mm, but okay. his his vocals are fucking just they're just so boring dude they're so vanilla <laughs> there's like nothing there to grab a hold of and like the tone oh, on the guitar was fucking dope and it makes sense that it was an orange amp because if you can get the great tones buy the most expensive amp so that was cool yeah. But um, yeah, dude, this, those vocals are just fucking weak. So I mean, weak. I I agree. His vocals can be a little weak, but his melodies are there. The melodies are there, man. Come on, it's like like Come like on. like when the Prince of Darkness does those low parts. Like in this song, when he's in the. You see the Prince of Darkness. When this guy's doing it, he could put oh, a little, okay. could put a little. Little 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 hot sauce on it, right? You go, like do like a like a like a Jack Black thing or something. I don't know. <laughs> Just very very uh, 
Very safe. Yeah, you're right. That's what I'm saying. It's like very accessible metal. That's yeah, what it is. For sure. But I dig it. I really like it. And there's only one ghost record that I need on vinyl. Or I guess technically two because I want the 7-inch of Mariana Cross. But also I need the Meliora um, full-length record. The 7 inches my, uh, of Satanic Panic? Yes, exactly. <laughs> is it, wait, is that what it's called? Yeah. That's so silly. So dumb. I think we sell... It's either Meliora or the one that you you posed, or maybe it was a new one, but a picture disc of of one of them. Yeah, I think it's their new one. I think it's Impera or something, however you pronounce it. I don't know how to pronounce a lot of these their records. They're um they're annoying. So um, dude, their new I don't record know, that's like all I got. fucking hit gold, dude. The new record like sold so well and and hit like it charted really well, and I don't I don't fucking I don't get it. it. I don't get it either. Their their newest one is by far their weakest record, and it's like their most popular. I know. I don't. I don't understand standards. it. It's stupid. It's silly boy. It talk. is stupid. <laughs> all right. So well, yeah, that's all I got for the vinyl. Um, do you have anything else? We should wrap that's it, it up. That's all. Wrap it up. Wrap 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 it up. All right. Yeah. No new music came out this week that was worth talking about, so we're not going to do that. So, uh, yeah. Thank you all for listening. Go to uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, give us five stars, five stars only, and keep listening because we're we're ending pop punk season with Blink One Eighty Two and their record Enema of the State, and we're going to rank all their records. So, get into that, and uh, that's it. What did you just do? I don't know. Let's get excited. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, thanks for listening. That's it. Wow. That's all. Wow. Let's keep up. Wow.